she's alive. Alive! What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Ghoul Gang. I'm Grace. And I'm Ellie. And it's been a hot fucking minute. And we're gonna spook it up. <laughs> and not apologize. And not because <laughs> life has been <laughs> pretty nuts. It's been uh, pretty, uh, pretty crazy. So how you been, my friend? Uh, been good. I like cannot handle you with glasses all the time. <laughs> Ellie got glasses, like, she's needed them for so long. She has large text on her iPhone. Yeah. Or had. I don't know if you need it anymore. I still do, just because, like, (laughs) nostalgia, you know? Yeah. But I complain all the time about not being able to see. I can't read anything when someone's like, here, read this, and they hand me their tiny human phone, and I'm like... She literally called me, like, on the brink of tears, being like... (laughs) I can see! (laughs) It's my fault. No. I I had glasses growing up, and, like, my right eye, not so bad. Astigmatism. My left eye is a fucking nightmare. (laughs) I wish it would start rolling. Yeah, well, it will soon. When I wear these all day and then I take them off, I'm like, who are you? (laughs) It's so bad. And if you, like, hear, like, mm, the... Oh my god, nope. those are re- <gasps> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, man. One side is real thick. It's not great. Well, that's the thing. That's why I haven't worn glasses for so long, and I'm too poor to afford contacts all the time. So, going back to why I haven't worn glasses in so long, it's because my left eye is so bad that it's very magnified. Right. And that was very embarrassing growing up. <laughs> so having one eye, like a coke bottle frame, like come on. <laughs> Yeah. So the uh, the but eye now doctor. Your glasses are so cute. Yeah, the eye doctor. That yeah, they better be. They're fucking Ray Bans. So cute. Look at me. Mm. So, do you have a leading question this week? I do have a leading question. It might be something that we've kind of answered before, but I don't know if I've like explicitly asked this question before. Okay. But going back to like beginning Ghoul Gang days, where we just Ooh. spent like copious like too much time talking about the exorcist nah um what is your favorite scene from the exorcist and why it was let jesus fuck you i hated that i just thought that was the most scary thing i have ever seen in my whole life and i was like how can this be on tv this is insane it's still shocking yeah no that or wait Ah, the spider walked down the stairs. Yeah, the spider walked down the stairs. But there, there are different versions of The Exorcist. There's I know. like a more like, like explicit. Yeah, there's like the uncut director's version, mm-hmm. and then there's the theatrical version. Yes. And even the theatrical version, people were running out of the theater. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Screaming. Yeah. My and mom I'm, remembered seeing it in theaters. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this. Yeah, is in ta- our yeah. first episode. No, I, we don't have it on our, our really? feed anymore. No, in our first oh, episode. Because it sounded like we were literally inside a metal barrel. No, it sounded like we were literally recording on a potato. <laughs> Planet potato. Planet potato. So um, we talked about how The Exorcist was like the first movie for both of us mm-hmm. that, like. Can I stop you and tell you how great your skin looks? You absolutely can. Grace's skin looks so good. 
good. It better. She's glowing. For the fucking money I spent. No, actually not because I get a discount at Lush. Oh, I'm over here looking like a fucking toad. Well, I brought a you troll. A I'm under a troll a bridge. Treat. But anyway, that was a sidebar. Um, what was our lead? Oh, what's your favorite part of the episode? Yeah. And why? Um, you didn't answer why. Well, they're just shocking. Yeah, like I guess they it were is. literally just like images that are embedded in your brain. See, are you, so you're. So I'm thinking of her crawling down the stairs in the back bend and then throwing up. Yeah, remember? Yeah, and then also her, but let Jesus fuck you. It's like that's with insane. the blood. That is insane. I can't believe they got away with that. I know. I don't know if that was in the theatrical release. I don't think it was. I don't know. I don't think it was because I, just, I actually didn't see that until later on. Because really? Yeah. When I had originally watched are you sure this this whole part of, that's, Grace and I recorded like a whole episode kind of on the no, Exorcist. No, it, it was our first episode yeah. and I remember today because I had to make space for the yeah. IT guy to install Photoshop on my computer. We recorded my work computer. Shh. Don't it's tell fine. Anyone. It's fine. Um... And I listen. I re-listened to our intro episode, Aww. and it was like, "What was your introduction it's of horror?" It's the best episode, and but it sounds us, so shitty. Well, I deleted it, so it's gone forever. Why? I think I still have a copy of it. Chris bought me a, uh, an external hard drive today because he was feeling guilty, but it didn't get there in time. No, you know. Um, but potato sound quality. Potato sound quality. Um, I when I was in. Oh, God. Sixth grade, I think. Yeah, we were talking about watching it in our parents' room. Yeah, you had to. While they weren't home. And the blinds blinds were closed, but it was during the day. Yep. And it scarred us slash changed us forever. Well, I didn't... Um, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily scarred by it as I was watching it. It scared me. It was later. It was later. Oh, totally. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's that night when you're in bed and it's dark and you're alone and you're, you're like, like am I more susceptible to demons now that I watched this yes, movie? Absolutely. Like, like, does this welcome them? Yes. Which, well, we know I don't use, I won't use a Ouija board. I won't do any of that stuff. Um, last podcast on the left just did an episode about it, the Ouija board. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to listen. Yeah. Um, I've been really slacking on the podcast game lately. No, it's okay. I have been really like needing more. I, well, I need so I, that was, I was going to ask you for some recommendations at the, at the end of the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. Um, I think, well, I wasn't going to watch it, but we own it. And I'll never forget. It's it's in this, like, plastic... Yeah, your mom said you yeah, cannot this watch this. This is the one movie you can't watch, and she kept it in her room, not downstairs with the rest of the videos. So what did I do? Go and get the yeah, fucking video. Duh. Yeah, but duh. But duh. Like, like an idiot. I, my favorite <laughs> scene is 100% the spider. The spider. Crawling down the spider. Down the stairs. Yeah, crawling yeah. down the stairs scene. I also love, at the beginning, um, the Captain Howdy scene. With her playing oh, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. board mm-hmm. and it moving and um, yes, what was the mom's name? I know Reagan was the kid. What was the mom's name? I want to say Lorraine, but I don't think no, I'm it's right. not Lorraine. Um, but uh, just it moving ever so slightly, like it wasn't even like a big movement. But she was like, "I'm talking to Captain Howdy," uh, and her mom was like, "Okay, Chris, Chris, that's right." How did we not know that? I don't know. It's a very common name. 
So that was also like really effective, I think, because you got the feel of how Linda Blair was like as just a normal kid. Right. Or Reagan, rather. Um, And she's like, come meet Captain Howdy. Like, how would you know? Right. And what did a great job of this was fucking The Exorcist, the TV show. Did you watch it? Nope. Oh, my God. God! I know, I know. Gina Davis was in I know. It. it was so fucking good, the first season. The second was Linda meh. Blair was just so cute. Linda Blair's the best, and she did Scariest Places on Earth. She did. Do you know, I saw her. What? I was like 10 feet away from her. Bullshit. When? At Universal Studios when I was a kid. No did shit. I tell you about this? No! It was really cool. There's, um, in Universal Studios, there's like a, a random theater that you can walk into. Oh. And it does, it's called like, I think it's called like, Hollywood Horror Nights or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do that for October. It wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but it's like, it's just like a, a, it's a one part. hour show. Yeah. And they show like special effects and how they do certain things in Hollywood and scary movies and this, that, and the other. And, That's awesome. And Linda Blair, I think it was her, watch, I'm like a five-year-old who thinks it's fucking Linda Blair and it's not. It was someone's um, mom. Seriously. But anyway, someone who was posing as Linda Blair, if not herself, was there hosting it. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised, huh? Yeah. I also like when she pees on the floor. Oh, yeah. I love that part in Scary Movie. Yes. Where she puts her nose in it and she goes, bad, bad, bad girl. No peeing on the rug. So if you couldn't guess, and I don't know how we didn't do this yet. But we are covering famous exorcisms. How have we not done this? I don't know. Maybe we have. <laughs> we might have. Please no, let us I don't know. think so. I honestly don't think we have. No, I so, think maybe we avoided it because we talked about it in our first. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But here we have it. All right. Do you want to start? I'll start. We've we, mentioned her before. We have mentioned her before. Um, this is like one of my favorite. Things I think I've said in an episode, like if you really want to fucking scare yourself in the middle of the night, watch these YouTube watch videos. these YouTube videos. But yeah. I'm gonna talk about the exorcism of the exorcism of Annalise Mikkel. Um, her name. I remember uh, like three episodes ago, you were like, "What the fuck is her name?" I know. I, I was obsessed with her for three weeks. What the fuck? Is I know, her and name? I couldn't think of it. And I was like, "We smoke too much pot." Yeah, SSRIs. <laughs> Um, so, (laughs) am I right? Yeah. Um, Anna Elizabeth, or her nickname was Annalise Mikkel. Um, she was a German woman, so she was born on September 21st, um, 1952. My dad was born in 1952. Was my mom? I think she might have been. Yeah. It's a good year. Uh. Good year. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no clue what happened that year, except for the fact that she was born. Um, she was a... (laughs) That's why it was a good year. That's why you're like, she looks like Nina. She does. She looks like my mom. Well, it makes sense if they were born in the same year. They have the same photographic, like, and materials. the same haircut. Yeah. Um, she was a German woman who underwent a Catholic exorcism the year before her death. She was born in Bavaria, West Germany, to a Roman Catholic family. Mm-hmm. She had three sisters, and her parents were Joseph and Anna. They were, their family was pretty religious, so she went to Catholic Mass twice a week. Um, And when she was 16, she suffered a very severe convulsion. 
and was diagnosed. So she ended up having what we know now as seizures. Right. And she was diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy. Okay. And obviously we didn't know a lot about this um, in the early 50s. In 1973, she graduated and she joined the University of Wurzburg. Wurzburg? Um, her classmates described her as kind of weird. Like, she was a weird girl. They said she was that very... That reminds me of, um, uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah, Do you for remember sure. that mm-hmm. movie? Which is actually... Is it based? Oh, yes. mm-hmm. interesting. Yep. Um, so she was just really withdrawn. She didn't socialize much, and, um, she was way more religious than her classmates. Got it. So she started going undergoing psychiatric treatment after her third seizure in 1970. Why? Because here's what happened. She was having these episodes. Mm-hmm. She was having like serious like like seizure episodes where she would just lose her shit. Mm-hmm. So they and was she like speaking or what happened was she was having these big these big seizures and at the time. They didn't know much about seizures and epilepsy epilepsy and things like that. They knew what it was. I think it was, I don't know. It was also like, no offense, but like Germany in 1952, probably not the greatest medical system. Like, let's. Dr. Another. Yeah, yeah, let's call a spade a spade. It probably wasn't good anywhere. Yeah. Another episode of last podcast they just did. I need to, I need to catch up. Dr. Mangala. Um, so. She was prescribed anti-convulsion drugs for the first time. The first one she was put on was Dilatin, okay. which did nothing mm-hmm. for her seizures. And I, I'm very unclear as to why they put her in a psychiatric hospital and not a regular right, hospital. Exactly. That's why I'm um, curious. There, I, I believe at the time, like because her disease was of the brain, mm-hmm. that's why they chose to put her uh. there. Got it. Disease or disorder, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, that's why they chose to put her in a psychiatric hospital. Or Not she, nec- like, said some fucked up or shit. Or she said some fucked up shit. But from what I read, I believe they just put her in because she was having issues of the brines. Um, so, um, Dilatin did not help the problem. But she said she started this. Okay. After they put her on Dilatin, that's, after that she started saying that she was seeing devil's faces. Ooh. When she would have these episodes. Um, and she'd see them, like, throughout the day. That same month, she was prescribed Aolept. It's an anti-psychotic um, medication. Um, You know what's crazy? Is that a lot of these early developed, like, anti-psychotic meds mm-hmm. are, tr- like, used to treat depression now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm on Seroquel to sleep, mm-hmm. but it's an anti-seizure medication. Yes. Yeah. There's a couple anti-seizure medications. Trileptol, yep. I, which I've been on, Trazodone. They put people yeah. on who have depression. Uh, it's, they put you on for depression or insomnia mm-hmm. um, because it literally turns you into a fucking zombie. It turns you into a vegetable. I, like, I, this is my first cycle being on Seroquel. And I don't mean to, like, name drop drugs, but, like... But, like, go it, get it. Hashtag sponsored. It mm. puts me out, which yeah. never happened. Like, I have very strong drug tolerance. Yeah. As homegirl knows. I do. And I have the complete and utter opposite. Yeah. I can t- 
Well, let's not talk let's, about it. Grace can take <laughs> 72 pills at once, dry swallow. It's true. No water. <laughs> that part's true. She's a psychopath. Anyone who can do that is a psychopath. It's for my vitamins. Yes. I, and I'm here, like, trying to swallow, like, the tiniest better. I'm like, my friend, eh. My friend Kate, um, who may or may not be listening... Uh, her fiance bought her kids medicine so she can take it in liquid form. That's, I have to get, I have to get everything in liquid form. Right. All my antibiotics because I can't swallow. It's so fucking easy. I can't swallow a pill bigger than an Advil. Oh my God. Oh, of it's course. mental. Oh no, I know. It's a mental yeah, block. It's a mental block. So after she started seeing the devil, like, after she started saying she saw the devil faces that same month, she was prescribed the drug Aolept, which is similar to chlorpromazine the okay. antipsychotic drug so it's used to treat schizophrenia and disturb behavior and delusions by 1973 she was suffering from depression yeah no shit she was in a psych ward she kept having seizures and how old is she in 1973 if she was born so she's 22 she, she's 21 22 21 22 yeah. So she's of course she's depressed. Of course she's depressed. She's away Who from isn't? everyone she knows. She's seeing stuff. She's clearly having like horrifying mental images yeah so she's psychotic yeah absolutely well and and also they're putting her on all these different kinds of drugs and Mm -hmm. trying to make it better but obviously it's having some adverse side effects so she um in 1973 she started to full-blown hallucinate Mm. and so to get rid of the hallucinations she would start to pray but then they would get worse or so she said. She said they'd get worse when she prayed. Right. Um, she complained about hearing voices telling her that she would damned and that that she was damned and that she would rot in hell. Mm-hmm. So the, and these, this is just from her own account. We don't. I feel like I think that. Right. I feel like I get that. Like you're. It's a just OCD. Person. It's just intrusive. Like thoughts. you're a bad person. Yeah. We all have. I them. feel like yeah. Yeah. It's just called mental illness. It's called like life is it's weird. Fine. It, we're all gonna make. We it. all have. Well. Half of us? Half of us. Well, half- it, we all, every person on the planet has an intrusive thought. Oh, yeah. Where, like, you'll be driving down the and street like, and you'll. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you'll be driving down the street and just, like, an image of you hitting someone or, like. Or driving off the bridge. Yeah. It's, yeah. everyone has them. She was in this hospital for now three years. Hmm. Three years she's in this hospital. That's My a God. long time. I mean, that's, as a young girl, I mean, that's brutal. That is. So, um, obviously, her health didn't get better. Basically, nothing's working. She's getting more depressed. She's still seeing shit. So she gets really frustrated. She's at a point. No one's helping me. No one's helping me. It's three years later. I mean, three years. I just like can't fathom that. She's just getting really upset. So, oh, this says she's been been taking these drugs for five years total. So it was two years and then they moved her into the hospital. So her parents were also very religious and like could not handled her. They couldn't cope and that's exactly yeah. a good segue into here because she and her parents began to blame demonic possession. Ugh. So at this point they had no other answers. No treatment was worth. I mean think about it though and you think like oh my god like are you fucking kidding me? But if you think about it from their point of view it's not you know it's the, the 1950s. 50s. It's you know their no, family's the deep- 70s now. Yes yeah 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 70s 70s. She um, just gave me a nice pat on the arm. <laughs> that so you're right, you're right. You're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, so they're deeply religious family. This girl has been 
on drugs for five years. She's been in a hospital for three years. Long-term treatment isn't working now. Obviously, they were like, here's some short-term shit. And then now here's... the clock care isn't working. Exactly. And now it's been three years. And so, you know, I'm sure they were saying it just needs to be longer. It just needs to be longer. Nothing's working. So her parents were like, demons. Um, (laughs) You needed to see... She just literally snapped in the air. I did a Celine Dion. Demon. (laughs) I saw that fucking snap of you. All I wanted for my fucking 30th birthday was to see fucking Celine Dion. Dion. Yeah, that's right. Where does my herpes... You know what? See, that sounds like Nickelback. How dare you? Um, you know that was my good best Celine. Celine. Don't you say Ariana Grande. Ah, she really does, though. She <laughs> oh, when I should left. She has a really good. She does have a really. And good I Celine. don't remember when I had her. And I kept seeing the thing and everything I never <laughs> when I touch you like that. Oh, when I hold you like that. And it was that long ago It's all coming back to me It's all coming back It's all coming back <laughs> This is all getting now. cut There are moments of love And there were flashes of light Everyone's like There were nights of pleasure People are like, dude, I'm fucking never listening to this. Unsubscribe! <laughs> fucking do it. See what happens. Please don't. Um, I had our first, like, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. With what? With my friend. I sent you the message exchange. Uh, someone I interned with at Brad Steele's mm-hmm. lives in Colorado. His girlfriend followed me. Oh, yes, And I yes, followed yes. her back. And he's like, hey. He messaged me. He's like, hey, funny story. My girlfriend followed you and you followed her back. And I was like, whoa, weird. How do you know her? And she was like, through the ghoul gang. That's so crazy. And I was like, do we like actually have (laughs) listeners? Thank you. (laughs) I was like, don't be mad about it. No, I'm so excited. I'm the furthest thing from that. No, we need to be more consistent though. Sorry. Listen. There's been a lot going on. There has been a lot going on. Winter sucks here. If you're not in Chicago, like, or if you're in a similar, like if you're in Detroit or Cleveland or whatever, you get it. You get it. Like, it's dark and now and seattle it's sad seattle got a whole bunch of they snow. got rocked yeah our friend colleen hey colleen hi colleen um she kept posting updates and i was like that's how it is here all the time it's so i know yes <laughs> absolutely but sorry you had to deal with that but it was a really fun excuse to stay inside and drink yes well jenny had like <laughs> seven snow days from right work, yeah so I'm no like, they literally had like another spring break my one of my best friends, Michelle, is a teacher there. And I was like, you legitimately got, like, spring yeah, break. I know. Yeah, but you don't get paid, and it's a real nightmare. Um, but I, I I, get it. It was dope. Oh, my That's Imperfect s- Produce box is getting close. Oh, so is mine. Yeah, well, Imperfect Produce, man. If you can do it, it is excellent. Not sponsored. So many not spo- sponsor us. <laughs> no one wants to Why sponsor anyone us. We are spo- not sponsorable. It's true. Like. Yeah. If we had a YouTube channel, it would be very demonetized. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So, her parents, demons, let's do this. 
So after she starts saying, and her family starts saying, we think this is demonic possession, then she started becoming, quote unquote, intolerant of churches. Holy water. Holy water. Mm -hmm. uh, Crosses, crucifixes. Um, She went to San Damiano with a family friend, and this family friend happened to regularly organize Christian pilgrimages. Oh, good. After um, she went on one of these with a family friend, Mm. okay? And... Wait, like, while she was... While she was possessed. Oh, Quote, unquote, possessed. No, while she was in the hospital. While she was in the hospital, they took her out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Um, so fucked up. Why would you... Oh, did they think it would, like, heal her? They thought it would heal her. Got it, got it, got it. But the person she went with concluded that she was definitely suffering from demonic possession because she was unable to walk past any crucifixes. Ooh, what a place to be. Right? And she refused to drink any water... From a Christian holy spring that was there. So like a holy water spring. She refused to drink the water. That exists? Guess so. Where? Yeah, a holy spring, quote. Um, she also was unable to enter any like a w- house of worship. So anything, okay. like any churches, any small shrines, any any anything. She literally couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Or she refused to. Um, she approached, and this is a quote from this person. She approached the shrine with the greatest hesitation then said that the soil burned like fire Mm. and she simply could not stand it she then walked around the shrine in a wide arc and tried to approach it from the back she looked at the people (laughs) she looked at the people who were kneeling in the area surrounding the little garden and it seemed to her that while praying they were gnashing their teeth So, like, to her, she was seeing them, like, grind their teeth together. That's really scary. Isn't that scary? Um, She got as far as the edge of the little garden, but then she had to turn back. Coming from the front again, she had to avert her glance from the picture of Christ in the chapel house. She made it several times to the garden, but she just could not get past it. She also noted that she could no longer look at the medals or pictures of saints. They sparkled so immensely that she couldn't look at them. Ooh, like they were so, like, saintly. Yeah, that she couldn't look at it. Interesting. Isn't that wild? But it could also be, like, when... Okay, could just be so her head. When like, I'm having wrong. when I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. Like when I'm having anxiety, it ha- it happened to me a couple times on the floor at Lush, mm-hmm. and the um, shelves that hold the products up uh-huh. look like they were yeah seesawing. Absolutely, like your vision can completely be altered by anxiety. Absolutely, so Get much you can feel like on fucking clonopin. like the right meds for yeah. sure. For me, mine is I feel like my head's on like in a jar of water. Oh, like you can't hear. Nope, very well. I like I yeah. like I'm muffled. I like everything's a little. Oh, mine ripply. like I feel like. <gasps> did you yeah. ever watch Arrested Development? No. Oh my god, Liza Minnelli was the best character on there, and she had. She had vertigo. You mean she, she was would, literally just being Liza she was Minnelli? She Liza Minnelli with vertigo. Yeah. And she would, like, hold... She was the other Lucille. And she would, like, hold on to things being like, oh, here it comes. So, yeah. Here's the deal. We're getting to the good shit. Yeah. So, both she and her family, as well as her entire community... What? Yeah. Like, the neighborhood? It's escalating. Whoa. It's getting... Zero to 100. Did you, hey, 
Do you hear about Annalise? She's getting crazy. I hear the devil's in it. Let's go see what's going on. Let's go see what's going on. I love it. We're taking her to Queens. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I picture the people from Edward Scissorhands. Yes. You know the what I mean? Mary Kay ladies. Yeah, just like, what's happening? What's happening? Oh my God, Hi. What's happening? Um, so. Or Avon. Avon. Not Mary Kay. Yeah, Avon. Same shit. Avon calling. Basically, everyone became convinced that she was possessed. Mm. Okay. And. Well, well I will. I she will could be. Um, they consulted several priests. So the family, like, went to priests and were like, hey, like, we really need this exorcism. So here's the deal. So all of the priests they talked to declined, and they recommended continuing the medical treatment and informed the family that exorcism required a bishop's permission. Yeah. Which is, like, some high shit in the church. Yeah. In the Catholic Church, official approval for an exorcism, which, like, can you guys deal with the fact that it's a fucking thing to get approved for an exorcism? Uh, Yeah, because that's why people die. I know. I know, but I'm just saying, like, exorcisms are a real thing. Uh, yeah, like, dude. and I don't think I don't think a lot of people know that that's a real thing unless you grew up with like a Catholic mom or I'm Catholic a, yourself. I'm very, uh, yeah, yeah. I was grow- I was raised very Catholic. My mom was almost a nun, and then she met my dad. In the Catholic Church, uh, uh, official approval for an exorcism is given when a person meets a very strict set of criteria. Yes. Um, then they're considered to be suffering from possession, which is the infestatio. Infestation. Yeah. In Italian, it's infestatio. I believe I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. And they're under demonic control. Intense dislike for religious object, supernatural powers, and speaking in different languages are some of the first indications of right. possession. Making things move. Um, right. Right. You know. Um, so, Michal, she worsened. She got super physically aggressive. She would injure herself. She drank her own piss. She was eating bugs. Oh, that's like the uh, exorcism of Emily Rose. Yep. She was eating spiders and she was going, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. One, this, two, it's three, based four, on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so here we go. In November of um, 73, they put her on another drug. After all of this, they put her on another drug. And she's still on the other ones? So they put her on Tegretol, which is an anti-seizure drug and a mood stabilizer. That's so She funny. was then on top of that prescribed more antipsychotics. So here's, here's about her exorcism. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, the priest Ernst Alt. Which Ernst? Uh, that sounds like what someone does when they burp. Ernst Alt. <laughs> You laughing it out? <laughs> no, the name. I just like can't get over it. Ernst Alt. That's like so, that sounds like something that comes out of my body when I have indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> so they they met this priest. He saw her and he was like, "She doesn't. She don't look like an epileptic. Mm, she looked like she possessed." And he did not see her having any seizures. Okay. So he was the first one who was like, "Girl." You got a demon. Girl, you got a ghost demon. You got a ghost demon. So then, Mikhail wrote a letter to Alt in 75 and was like, I am nothing, blah, blah, blah. I have to, whatever, whatever. She's like, listen, I have a demon. So She wrote it personally. She wrote it How personally. How was she able to write a letter? If because she she's a nightmare. No, she just. Yeah. She's a, yeah, she's a She dick. was just like, talk about the ultimate Attention seeker. Well, what she said, she was like, I want to suffer for others, but this is so cruel and I can't take it anymore. Oh my God. Yeah. So basically, um, 
Oh, she wanted to suffer for others like Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is this is pure, like, very radical Religious. indoctrination, I feel Ooh, like. Yeah. That's so sad. It is sad. So Bishop Joseph Stangle granted the priest Arnold Rentz permission to do the exorcism. Um, but he ordered it to be done in total secrecy. So it was like an illegal exorcism. Yes. So it was like a legal, illegal exorcism. But he didn't get permission from anyone else. He granted it. You're the bishop to get did it. it. Okay. Yeah, but he didn't go any higher. I don't know if it needs to go <laughs> I higher. I feel but like at the Vatican, it's supposed to go like to the top, the way like up. the Supreme yeah, Court yeah, 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 of, yeah. of churches. the Vatican. Yeah, yeah. you're um, supposed to get it like super, and you're supposed to have it super documented. They're supposed to speak like. At least three different languages that they didn't know how to speak. Beforehand. They're supposed to be able to levitate. Yeah. Like, there's, that's crazy it's, shit. It is, it is a really yeah. crazy list. Um, so, Renz, who's this priest, he performed their first session on September 24th in 1975. Okay. Mikhail began talking increasingly about dying to atone for the wayward youth. She was saying all these things, and then she stopped She stopped eating. So after they did the first session, she stopped eating. At this point, her parents stopped consulting doctors, which is where bad, it gets, bad, this is where it gets scary. Yeah. So once they put her in the hand of this priest, they completely stop all medical treatment, which Yeesh. when you're on that type of psycho, like psychotropic drugs. And stopping them and all at once? stopping them. <gasps> no. They cut her off from they all medical treatment. They just stopped all of them? At once? Yeah. Remember it said she took these up until right before she died. Oh, my God. So, at that oh point... Oh, my God. I missed my Wellbutrin for one day yeah. and I get the brains. Oh, oh, my God. I can't... Remember yeah. when I was coming off of Luvox? I thought <gasps> I was dying. I know. Oh, it's my bad. God. It was in, so, <gasps> they stopped consulting the doctors at Annalise's request. Of course. And they relied solely on the exorcism rites. I like, need you to brace yourself. Here we go. Okay. I need you um, to brace yourself for what I'm about to say I'm next. Holding the couch. They did one to two sessions per week. So one to two. So they're called rites. Yeah. So they did one to two exercise rites per week, lasting up to four hours. They did a total of 67 sessions. And she didn't eat for any of it? No. She starved to death. Right? So it took, they did this for 10 months. What the fuck is wrong with people? Mm-hmm. What? For- You're stupid. So oh, here, my God. And you were right. On July 1st, 1976, Mikkel died in her home. The autopsy report stated the cause was malnutrition and dehydration. Yeah, she starved to death. She was in a starvation state for almost a year. While the exercise, while the rites of exorcism were being performed, she weighed 68 pounds. Holy shit. She suffered broken knees due to continuous, continuous kneeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and praying. So she was unable to move without any assistance and was reported to have contracted pneumonia right before her death. I believe it. Fuck. Yeah. So what comes into play next is the, kind of the final stage. And this is what the exorcism of Emily Rose was mostly about was this trial. Yes. And so they, they had to put the doctors on. Yep. So they put, they had a trial and I won't go into it so much because I know you still need to get into yours, but it is really cool if you want to look into it. Um, essentially. Oh, cool. It's interesting. It's very, in- yeah, I guess I, I use, <laughs> I really do use those interchangeably. Um, but obviously a state prosecutor, um, Got involved when when she died. Mm-hmm. Then the parents were like, "You fucked up." 
And instead, it was like, no, no. No, no. You did, you this. did this. Yeah. You agreed you to this. You took her out of the hospital. Yeah. You allowed her to be starved to death for 10 months. Who does a great episode on this? I think it might be Case File. Really? Yeah. Um. Someone does an Annalise McCall episode that is like, Super. I mean, the fact that you like, and and this is something. There was another um, couple of parents recently, um, I think in Indiana, who were charged for murder of their child. Oh no, I believe it. Um, because of religious reasons, they didn't take the do- the child to the doctor. Yes, that is neglect. You killed your child. I'm sorry. You did. And there were also ones in New York mm-hmm. of. Them trying to beat the demon out of children. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And they killed them. So it's, you know, in 1976, the state charged not only... So first, the, her parents were trying to charge them. Yes. But then the state goes, oh, no, a uh, fuck you. And they charge not only her parents, but, but also... Priest. Ernst Alt. Yeah. And Arnold Renz. <laughs> With, with negligent homicide. Yeah, as they should. Um, so during the case, they exhumed her body and they um, played the tapes for the court of all of her exorcisms. They record everything. Can I? Can I? Yeah. So here's um, what part of her exorcism sounded like, which is crazy. And they played all these tapes because in an exorcism, they have to record everything. Yeah. That's like part of the thing. Mm-hmm. It, did they have a doctor present? They did not have a doctor present. Yeah, I If one were in Latin, they'd be like, oh, oh fuck. shit. Yeah. What is this music in here for? This is very upsetting coming from this young girl. Judas. That was, these are the names. One, two, three, four, five, six. From. Copy it. 
Lucifer, which this one's the scariest to me. this case is like everything and and this was something that I was going to kind of like tie it in a bow with Mm -hmm. everything leads you to believe that this is a hoax that this is clearly someone who's been indoctrinated into you know a part of Catholicism that's very fear based Mm -hmm. and you know it is what it is but it and her parents and and you kind of hear all these things and you're like listen this little girl this sweet little girl wanted attention she wanted attention and you know she had unfortunately she had some pretty serious mental illness right but you look at these pictures she has broken teeth right her face is completely skeletal and that's what i was gonna say to to our listeners what i want you to do is i want you to look up pictures of her well we'll post and we'll post some and and i'm glad we played that but for me that freaked me the fuck out when i heard it and i was like this is stupid this is that this is the other but regardless of whether or not you believe that it's true pictures and and she was you, you look at the pictures and you hear those noises and it's like holy shit Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's just, it is really scary. So essentially in the courtroom, they were like, we had to do this. We firmly believed that it was the right thing. And they defended, they basically defended themselves. They said that the exorcism was legal, that it was approved, um, that they had unrestricted exercise um, of their religious belief, like that citizens get to do these things. They do. Um, and the big, the defense... This, the tapes were their huge defense. And the biggest um, case for the offense was you took her off all of her meds. Exactly right. That's exactly like, correct. You, of course, this poor girl is going to spiral into this psychosis because you took her off all of her medication. Exactly. And and the here's, here's where it gets... Well, so both priests that were there said no... I heard it. These demons identified themselves. There were six demons. They would argue amongst themselves. So the tape we played you was just very clear. Those were like the, the, the different the voices. different voices. Yeah. But what um, you can hear in other tapes is the demons arguing, Going like back, back and, and forth, forth and very clearly. And, and I remember and, you texting yes, me. And some of and in some of the tapes, which you can find yourself, which is really scary. It's almost as if one voice starts before the other one ends. Mm. And that's the scariest part. Mm -hmm. Um, So obviously the demons were Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Hitler, and Nero. Um, So it was five, not six? Six. Uh, Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Hitler, Nero. The one we didn't hear was Iscariot. Iscariot? 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 Okay. That's the one we didn't hear. Um, And... 
the priests are saying that right before her death, they did leave her body. Hmm. Well, they so, have to. Right. Has anyone right. ever seen The Exorcist? They right. have to they have leave to. the host yes. before they die. And here's where... And if they don't... They become the exorcism of Jane Doe, which we saw oh, with Shay Mitchell. Yep. And the corpse moves around the thing, the dark. And it was bad. <laughs> but, but good. No, it was terrible. terrible. Okay. Um, here's where it gets seedy. The bishop who approved this it. This is where it gets seedy. This is where it gets even seedier. <laughs> the bishop who approved it had no idea. She had all of these medical conditions. Oh my god! So he had no background. He had he he just had these compelling cases from these priests and and was and hearing the these tapes. things. Yeah, and so he approved it, and he didn't know that she had all like mental illness, schizophrenia. Yeah, essentially. Um. So, the accused were found guilty of manslaughter, resulting from negligence, and they were sentenced to six months in jail. Six months. Six months in jail. Six months. And three years of probation, but they got they didn't end up having to go to jail. What? Yeah. Um, it was a far lighter sentence than anybody had anticipated. It was more than requested by the prosecution who had asked that the priest only be fined and that the parents be found guilty but not punished. Dude. Dudes. Watch the movie Spotlight. Well, so it said, it's about priests and how they wield their power and how they don't they're like not subject to law well it's obviously they don't give a shit they do what they want yeah. i do what i want and it's obviously been a big um subject in our lifetime mm-hmm. of priests finally being prosecuted right yeah and being held accountable mm-hmm. um so uh after the trial the parents asked the authorities per- for permission to exhume the remains of their daughter mm. The official reason presented by the parents to authorities was that Mikhail had been buried in undue hurry in a very cheap coffin. Oh. So almost two years after the burial, on February 25th, 1978... Well, what day is it? Her remains were placed in a new oak coffin that was lined with tin. Um, The official reports state that the body bore signs of consistent deterioration. Yeah. The accused exorcists were discouraged from seeing the remains. And one of the priests was stated that he was stopped from entering the mortuary completely, so they Good. wouldn't let him in there. Um, the church they cha- killed her. Yeah, they did. And and the funny thing was is funny, haha. Not really funny. Strange. The church changed its position after her death, saying she wasn't possessed. Yeah, she was mentally of ill. Of course. Um, her grave is um, became and remains a pilgrimage site. Shit, where is it? Anyway, people have, you know, looked at this case over and over again to try and solve it or to try and give it a real answer, like a real diagnosis. But it's like you're not in front of her, so. I want to say it's Case File that does a really amazing breakdown. Like, I know you guys listen to us for fun, but listen to them for deep dives. Yeah. Because of this case, exorcisms are almost not heard of, especially in Germany. Well, and we also have to mention the timing. In 1971, that's when William Peter Blatty released the book, The Exorcist. Right. And this happened in 1972. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and here's how I'm going to wrap this shit up. Oh, God. And I want all of you to listen. In 2013, the house where she lived and the exorcism were performed burned down. 
and they don't know why. I bet it was an electrical fire. And so... <laughs> Sorry. It, w- it could have been arson. It could yeah, have been an electrical yeah, yeah. fire, but they still haven't figured it out. But the locals firmly believe... Like, it was demons. It was... So no one had lived there since? No, people people had lived there. Okay. Yeah. Could you imagine... Living there afterwards? No. no. Can you imagine your landlord being like, by the way... Because they have to disclose... I'm in just going to disclose. I'm just going to disclose. In the States, they have to disclose if someone died. I'm just going to disclose. I don't know if that's the same law in Germany. Like, maybe they yeah, don't. Yeah, maybe not. Okay. So, what, are what you gonna I'm do? covering is the... Inspiration for the book, The Exorcist. Okay. By William Peter Blatty, which was released in 1971. And it is the exorcism of Roland Doe. They never release his last name. I'm Roland in the Doe. Oh my God! I am Roland in the Doe! I didn't even think of that. Or they call him Robbie Mannheim. Okay, big difference, but yeah, all right. I don't know why. Okay. Okay, so in the late 1940s, in the U.S., priests of the Roman Catholic Church performed a series of exorcisms on an anonymous boy documented under the pseudonym Roland Doe or Robbie Mannheim. The 14-year-old boy, born in 1935, was the alleged victim of demonic possession and events were recorded by the attending priest, Raymond Bishop. So, origin of claims. In the mid... Oh, in mid-1949, several newspaper articles printed anonymous reports of an alleged possession and exorcism. So the press was before everything else. Right. Can you imagine? Well, it was like their inquirer. The source of these reports is thought to be the family's former pastor, Luther Miles Schultz. According to one account, a total of 48 people witnessed this exorcism. Whoa. And nine of them were Jesuits. It was like a public exorcism? Come see this possessed boy. Seriously. I mean, in the 40s, I feel like everything was vaudeville and come <laughs> see. Maybe it was in like one of those like medical room situations where like the doctors come and watch. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like the, the circular surgery, medical They room? call it the theater. Yeah. The surgery theater. That's wild. No, not cool. Not cool. According to author Thomas B. Allen, Jesuit priest Father Walter H. Halloran was one of the last surviving eyewitnesses of the events and participating, or participated in the exorcism. Allen wrote that a diary kept by attending priest... Father Raymond Bishop detailed the exorcism performed on the pseudonymly identified Roland Doe, a.k.a. Robbie. Why Roland? I don't know. Maybe it was I a mean, popular name then. I think that then. was his first name. Oh, okay. And they said Doe because, to save his, right. you know, yeah. and maybe his identity. Roland was a popular name. Ro-Ro. Robbie. Speaking in 2013, Alan emphasized that definitive proof... That the boy known only as Robbie was possessed by malevolent spirits is unattainable. Hmm. So they don't have definitive proof. Okay. Like, they only have their word, essentially. How else can you really document it in the 40s? Right. Did they have cameras? Like, they, they had I'm cameras. I'm sure they did, but, like, what would it The capture? kind where you, like, go behind the cloak? Yeah, yeah. And you have to stay perfectly still? Yes, yeah. During a possession? Okay, Robbie, I need you to sit still. <laughs> Look at me. And like Look the at the powder. birdie. Look at the birdie. Look at the birdie, yeah, Robbie. Yeah, right, right, right. According to Alan, 
Halloran also expressed his skepticism about potential paranormal events before his death. When asked in an interview to make a statement on whether the boy had been possessed, Halloran responded by saying, No, I can't go on record. I never made an absolute statement because I didn't feel like I was qualified. Hmm. So that doesn't mean that he didn't think it happened. Right. It means that he doesn't feel like he can accurately state that it did. Right. Okay. So. Tell me about the the fucking position. Okay, Roland. Roland's early life. Uh, Roland was born into a German Lutheran family. Okay. Germans. Knock it off. (laughs) Just full stop. Germans knock it off. Period. We have to cut that. That's not true. (laughs) It's true. They have too too many exorcisms. Okay. During the 1940s, the family lived in Cottage City, Maryland. According to Alan, Roland was an only child and depended upon adults in his household for playmates, primarily his Aunt Harriet. His aunt, who is a fucking spiritualist, introduced Roland to the Ouija board when he expressed interest in it. Fuck you, 1900 spiritualist. What did you do? You ruined everything. Houdini had it right. Why'd you fuck everything up? Don't bring everything up into this world. Okay. Listen. I'm going to level with you people. From now on, when anybody asks why I won't use a Ouija board. This is why. Fucking Roland. <laughs> fucking Roland. Fucking. Robbie Manheim. Fucking Roland in the dough. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. So, <clears throat> according to Thomas B. Allen, after Aunt Harriet's death. The family, which makes sense because the spiritualist movement was 1900. Okay. Um, so 1930s. And that's where those people like made money, like faking yes, stuff. Yeah, yeah. With like the what movie was ectoplasm, that? Um, uh, haunting in Connecticut. After Aunt Harriet's death, the family experienced strange noises, furniture moving on its own, and ordinary objects such as vases flying or levitating when the boy was nearby. Oh. The family turned to their Lutheran pastor, Luther Miles Schulz, for help. Long interested in parapsychology. So he was like ready for it. He was like rearing to go. He's like, let's do it. He's like, I gave her the Ouija board. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into it. He arranged uh, for the boy to spend a night in his home in order to observe him. Sounds like a sticky situation. Um, when parapsychologist J.B. Ryan learned that Schultz claimed he witnessed household objects and furniture seemingly moving by themselves, Ryan wondered if Schultz was unconsciously exaggerating some of the facts, which I believe could be true. Yeah, absolutely. If someone's super stoked, like, it's like when you believe a place is haunted and you go and you walk around in it. You're going to think crazy shit's happening. You're going to find some stuff. Your brain is a very powerful thing. I agree. Okay, so according to the traditional story, the boy then underwent a number of exorcisms. Edward Hughes, a Roman Catholic priest... But that seems like it escalated really quickly. I know. I don't know how they got there. The Awakening. That's the movie? That's the movie. 
remember that. She like runs like a ring. It's post World War One England. Wait, was it like the orphanage with the haunting at the boys' boarding school? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Wait, can you let me put it in a memo so I can watch it again? Is it on something? Yeah, I watched it three times, fell asleep ten minutes in every single time. Because it's boring. Because it's boring, but then it gets really good. That's my MO. It is. Um, yeah, this just seems like it escalated, like, rather really quickly. quickly. Like, oh, shit's haunted. You're possessed! All right, well, let's read about it. Okay. So, during the exorcism, <clears throat> the boy allegedly slipped out of one of his uh, restraints and broke a bed string from under the mattress and used it as an impromptu weapon. Oh. Slashing the priest's arm and resulting in the exorcism ritual being halted. Oh, I got a cut. We have to stop. Stop it, Ava. <laughs> He's like, has like his arms like got gangrene. Oh, we have to stop. Oh, 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 Anyway, fuck your soul. I have to get stitches. Um, <laughs> the family traveled to St. Louis where Roland's cousin contacted one of his professors at St. Louis University, Raymond J. Bishop, uh, who in turn spoke to William S. Bowdern. These are all fake names. Yeah. Uh, no, they all have links to them, so I think they're real. No. An associate of College Church. How vague can that be? Together, both priests visited Roland in his relatives' homes where they allegedly observed a shaking bed, flying objects, the boy speaking in a guttural voice, and exhibiting an aversion to anything sacred. This is where the language thing has to come into play. Mm -hmm. Like... There has to be something to set it apart. Yeah, it would be like me, who only knows Chicago English. Right. Spitting out Latin... German, Aramaic, and Aramaic, right? And, like it has to be someone who has yeah. no exposure that, to any of exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the only way that an exorcism will be performed. Is like because then you're like, that's oh, the biggest shit. thing. The language they're like, oh fuck. Yeah, she does not know that. Yeah. Um. Wait. So the oh, exorcism took they place granted, in a hospital. Yeah, they're granted per- permission from the archbishop to perform another one. Okay. Before the next exorcism ritual began, another priest, Walter Halloran, was called to the psychiatric wing of the hospital where he was asked to assist Bowdern. William Van Rue, a third Jesuit priest, was also there to assist. Halloran stated that during this scene, words such as evil and hell, along with other various marks, appeared on the teenager's yep. body. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, during the litany of the saints portion of the exorcism ritual, the boy, the boy's mattress began to shake. And the litany of the saints is like, um, St. Mary, we pray to you. Yeah. But, you know, they go through all the saints. Yeah trying to get that shit out and they're trying to ask for all of their help Mm -hmm. to help cast this demon out catholic i know catholic my neck just cracked really hard you're a demon Uh, (laughs) what if my head just spun around right now i'd be like you would i'd run outside barefoot (laughs) i'd be like oh fuck you i'm out (laughs) moreover Roland broke Halloran's nose during this process. Oh, shit. Halloran told a reporter that after the rite was over, the anonymous subject of the exorcism went on to lead a rather ordinary life. So it worked? (laughs) It worked. So 
investigations and explanations. So it was just like up, 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 up. He's fine. Here we go. Yeah, I guess it worked. Yeah, well. Hey. All right. Well, it worked for Reagan. This, it's like the, this is the book. This is the real version, version. of okay. what happened in the movie The Exorcist. Got it. So a kid, Reagan's age, 12, 13, teenager. So sad. I know, um, played with a Ouija board. Yeah. Got possessed. Oh, well. And got the demon cast. You got out. yourself to but blame Roro. Instead of having falling out a window and dying down the stairs, he just got his nose broken. That's good. I guess. It's not as dramatic as the movie. No, it's not any well Cat Stampede. You can't hear it. And you I know you can't hear it. How? You can't. You can't. Whenever I'm editing, you can't. Oh hear my it. god! It sounds. It whatever. is literally. It sounds like there. An are, exorcism is going on upstairs. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it sounds, sounds like. like. That's what it sounds like. Besides the screaming. Um, so Roland is like a good dude. Roland was totally fine. And he went on to live a normal life. He's not alive anymore, though. He couldn't be, right? Maybe. No. Yeah, no born in the thirties. Perhaps not. I mean, it was very like stressful. I feel like that had to take a toll. On his baddie. Mm, I don't know. I can't answer that. <laughs> I like how yours was so short and sweet and mine was like 75 years long. That's fine. Who cares? That's true. Um, What I want to talk about is I've been listening to some really fucking spooky books. Okay. Lately on Audible. So before we talk about what you've been watching, I'm going to tell you about what I've been listening to. So right now I'm listening to The Silent Patient. Which is super awesome. It's by Alex Michelades, which is not the Mexican Michelada. Yeah, right. Not the Mexican beer tomato drink, but a name. And it's about a woman who shoots her husband in the face and then stops speaking when she's put into like a psychiatric hospital. Is it true? No. Oh. No. None of these are true. I got excited. No. Um, Fall fiction. I also listened to uh, slash read my best friend's exorcism, which I told you to download, you dick. I didn't. And it was um, this girl. It was so it was so good. So these girls in the 80s mm-hmm. decide to hang out on their rich friend's dock, which I feel like I'm totally there. And they all drop acid. Oh. And one of them wanders off into the woods and comes back naked and covered in mud. Like, they find her in this hut. And she ends up being possessed by a demon. And she, like, ruins her friend's life. So, like, Jennifer's body. Essentially. Okay. Except the eating of boys doesn't happen. Damn it. (laughs) Um, That sounds really good, though. It's really good, and you need to... Listen to it. I know. I'm also listening to a book called Exorcist Falls, which is based in Chicago, but I haven't finished it yet. Um, Something that's super amazing, if you're a Stephen King fan, is Outsider. Listen to it. It's weird, and it's good. Is it new? Yes. Okay. It's a new uh, release-ish within the past three months or so. Okay. Um, Super good. I, like, can't recommend Audible enough. Yeah, I know. Like, I listen to it while I'm working. Um, I love reading. I love reading. So much so that a lot of times I 
buy the audio version and also have the hardcover version, like, See, for when I can read. I like that. Yeah, for when I can actually, like, take the time mm-hmm. to read. But sometimes the book is so good that I go online and I buy it so I can listen to it while I'm working. See, I like to listen. I've done it before, and I've done it with, because I'm still doing all the Harry, Harry Potters. Potters yeah. But I, like, thoroughly enjoy listening to the book while I'm reading it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, see, that seems like a waste of time to me. It's actually <laughs> one of uh, the most commonly used comprehension strategies for teachers. Yeah. So you listen and read, and it actually helps with your comprehension. Wow. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that also makes sense why you take notes while you're listening. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm a so big note taker. You, yeah, you listen mm-hmm. as you read, and um, some people might not like that because some people like might like to do the voices themselves in their head. But I shockingly don't like to do the voices myself. I know. I'm like, well, you're a voice maker. I know. So, um, yeah. Well, I do it like when I can't do one mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah. So I'll listen to it when I'm walking. I'll read it when I'm at home. Yeah. You've only been watching Game of Thrones. Let's be real here. <laughs> okay. I am now on season seven, episode six. Is so that where, are you caught up? I'll be caught up in four episodes. Oh, damn. I, Grace, I was watching. I'm four seasons behind. I don't, well, I'm obviously not going to give anything away for those of you who haven't watched it, but like Game of Thrones is everything to me now. Um, not Which to be- is so fucking funny because you could not have cared less. I could have cared. I could have given two shit. I'm, I am that person who you're like, oh, have you seen this? And I always say no. No, it is so, I hate it. I hate it. I haven't watched it. I and have every song I've ever recommended to you. You're like, oh, I don't like it. Don't and like then three it. days later, you're like, I can't stop listening to it. I'm into it. The Illuminati have gotten me. So <laughs> Billie Eilish. Yes. Well, I fuck. No, I fucking love Billie Eilish. Yeah. I just couldn't get into Bury a Friend. And now I like it. I, it's still not my favorite. Boom, boom, boom. But But I'll tell you right now, it's still not my favorite. It's probably one of my least favorite of hers, but I don't dislike it anymore. I love it so much. The point is, any show, I'm like, no, I haven't seen it. Because I've seen, like, five. So Shows total. Total. So Friends and Game of Thrones being one. Friends, Game of Thrones, Sex and the City, How I Met Your Mother, anything on the Food Network. Drag Race. Yes. Face Off. Food Network, naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. You give me, you give me a survival show. I've seen it, but like I've never seen Breaking Bad. I've never seen, I've never seen Dexter. I've never seen, you know, crap like that. Dude, the world is your oyster. Right I know. Now. Breaking Bad is my next after Game of Thrones. Oh my god, it better be. Yeah. So Game of Thrones, like again, not to be dramatic, is my everything now. Um, I've started decorating my house per Game of Thrones. Oh my God, stop. Okay. Okay. And I, I will tell you this right now. Seasons, there's an episode in season six that literally had me screaming on the couch, like arms up, like just like red wedding style. Like losing my shit. Like what? Like more than that. Like I was just going ballistic and Emily looked at me. You know me. what's funny is that these people already watched it two years ago when it was on. Oh yeah. And I'm sure they're like, duh, bitch, where the hell have you been? <laughs> but if you haven't, if you're one of the fleas like me who haven't watched it. I also haven't. Or haven't caught up because I did watch season one mm-hmm. and then just Stop. pissed away. Well, I stopped at like season four. Well, I recommend starting from the beginning and fucking binging because it's out of control. And then the... Yeah, no, that that's literally it. Um, so what I'm recommending is the new season of fucking True Detective, 
with Mahershala no. Ali. No. Why not? No, I fell asleep three times when I tried to watch True Detective. Oh, you have to get through the first episode, okay. you okay. dummy. No, I... We've I, talked about this so many times. I know. You know what? Because you, my dad, Lisa, like Chris, everyone... Chris, yeah. like, I, 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 I will you 100%. Have to. I will give it another you chance. You have to. I'll do it with you. How about... Okay. Um, I will. But what I like about True Detective is that every season is standalone. Like, you can watch them by themselves. Season two sucked. It was with, like, Colin Farrell and... Uh, Rachel... McAdams? McAdams. Okay. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. Okay. And it was like an 80s whatever. So, but this season is Mahershala Ali from House of Cards. Amazing. But it's another, like, it's very, very um, adjacent to the West Memphis Three. Oh. Very adjacent. Okay. It's very, like, satanic cults. Took these two kids. They found a kid Aww. in a cave with his arms like this, surrounded by dolls or whatever. You oh know? shit! And they call it Devil's Den or whatever. Okay. You know, or in Robin Hood. Is it Matthew McConaughey? So? not. No. Well, he's an executive producer. Oh okay. Um, See, I think that was my problem. You don't like him. I like classic Matthew McConaughey. He plays classic Matthew McConaughey. But I think like like dazed and confused, I could stand him in. You don't like him? Not a lot. I don't dislike him. It's like one of the it's like one of those things where like I don't dislike him, but like I'm not gonna go see a movie with him like on purpose. Oh no, I wouldn't either, but I love Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's great. Woody Harrelson plays the same person in every Everything. fucking movie, but I loved him in True Detective. You need to watch the first season. Okay. My friend Kate, who I also have already referenced in this episode. Hi, Kate. I made her watch the first season, and she was like, you're so right. It was okay. so good. I will you watch it. You have to watch the whole thing at once. It's like a binge. You have to watch like it Like all, all three? No, no, just the first season. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But the third season is happening right now. Just completely skip over the second. Okay. It sucked. So you, they're, and they're different. You don't they're have so to. They're so different. It's like American Horror Story. But... Spoiler alert, if you're listening to or watching True Detective Season 3, they link to the first season. Okay. Of, okay. Of, like, satanic sacrifice. You would love it, dude. It's I remember like, the first episode. I, it, it, I'll give it a go. You have to. I'll give it a go. You have HBO Go. I know. I do. Why not? I do. You have nothing to lose. Dang. Stop rewatching Friends. I can't. <laughs> okay. I'm tired. I'm tired. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Wait. Follow no, us follow. on our shit. Bye. <laughs> follow us. We have a contest going still. You guys, you lazy bastards. I'm not I'm not talking to you guys who actually fucking participate. But I know all of you have ghost stories. I know all of you have creepy experiences. Take five minutes. Type them up. Take five minutes. Send them. Or just record yourself talking into your phone and send it as a yeah, video. Yeah, and we'll totally play it. Yeah. Just send it to googlegangpodcast at gmail.com. So far, we only have a couple people. We can't have a contest with only a couple people. That's true. Don't you want to win some shit? I want to win some shit. I if I wasn't already on the goddamn podcast, I I'd do it. give away some shit, so participate, you lazy friends. Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs>